Yo, peace, fam. This your man, Mo Morris, the One Man Army, and welcome to Strictly for the Brothers. You know, brothers, first of all, brothers, happy Father's Day. That's first and foremost. Happy Father's Day, family. You know what I'm saying? To all the fathers out there, to all the father figures out there, man. Happy Father's Day, family. You know, brothers... You know, as 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 we walk through life, man, you can only be what you are. You know, we live in a world today that tells people if they choose that they want to be something else, that's quite all right. It is okay to go from him to her, from her to him. You know, it's okay. You have a right to do that. And hey, man, who am I, right? So I feel like this. If we living in a world that you can transform who you are, then we also live in a world that who you are can and will become what you choose to become. If someone can change from a him to a her, then you can go from average to great. If someone can go from a her to a him, then you have no limits on your life. You understand me? I'm not about to get into should you be able to do this and do that and what God saying. What about the Ten Commandments? I ain't getting into all that. I ain't getting into all that because that's useless and I value my oxygen. But I am going to talk about we have no limits. The only limits that we have are the limits that we put on ourselves. And the reason we put limits on ourselves is because we look at everybody else. We live in a society around us and we make excuses like we can't stand tall and make it happen. That's exactly what's going on with that family. That's exactly what's going on with that family. Without question, that's exactly what's going on, family. That's exactly going. We too busy looking at everything and everyone around us. And we feel like everything and everyone around us is more valuable than us. is smarter than us. Got more resources than us. We do not feel like we are that thing, man. If you're looking at your life and you doubting your life each and every day and you're not feeling, you're not pursuing the max out in your life and you crying and you, you drinking late at night and you stress eating. If you doing all that family, you do not value yourself. Family, you do not see the opportunity that is in front of you. You do not see the opportunity to create the life that you want. You don't see the opportunity to create the individual you want to be. Because you're too busy thinking everything and everyone is more valuable than you, more important than you, smarter than you. That's what that is. That's what that is. You're too busy honoring other people and thinking about how cold they are like they didn't have to work hard. You just think people show up and they, and they get it rolled out for them. It don't work like that, family. Everything you see somebody else doing as far as success goes, you can have success just like that, family, if you're willing to put that work in, family. If you reap what you sow, family, if you put that work in, that's what you're going to get back, family. I don't care what nobody say. That's God's law. You reap what you sow. 
And can't nobody or anything or anyone, there's nobody or nothing that can stop that family because that's God's law. That's the law of the land, family. You reap what you sow. You put that work in, you're going to get those results, period. 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 We too busy foaming at the mouth, crying, looking for somebody to put a bib around our neck or to change our diaper. Brothers, let me tell you something. James Brown created a song back in the day called It's a Man's World. You understand me? It's a man's world. You understand me? It's a man's world. It's a man's world. Men are builders. And see, brothers, you know, we get the game twisted. Men are builders. So you think if you ain't building, if you ain't actually building something, if you ain't moving towards the positive, if you ain't going to class, if you ain't doing what you're supposed to do, you, you don't. And because you're not building greatness, you don't think something's being built. But family, men are builders. We're either building our success or we're building our failure. You know, it's one or two things that's going on here. It's always one or two. It's always black and white family. You know, we live in a world that tries to promote gray, but this is a black and white world family. You either do or you don't. You either will or you won't. Ain't no in between family. And if you are living in between, you ain't happy because you're not consistent. So you always up and down because you're not happy. You're not consistent. See, consistency builds either greatness or consistency builds failure. Because you're going to be consistent in something, family. Bottom line, you're going to be consistent in something. So whatever you consistent in, those are your habits. That's what's being built. And that's what's going to come out on the other side, because that's what you sowing. If you sow sowing laziness, you're going to get laziness back. If you sowing greatness, you're going to get greatness back. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. Men are builders. What? Are you building in your world? It's a man's world. It's your world, family. What are you building? What are you building in your world, family? It's a man's world. Yeah, no doubt about it. But what are you building? What are you building? Yes, it's a man's world. Okay, we got that. But what are you building in this man's world? What are you building, family? What do you focus on? What are you committed to, family? I mean, let's think about it. What are you committed to? What are you building, family? What are you getting done, family? How productive are you in your life, family? Or are you making excuses? Or are you blaming someone else? Or are you getting beat up so bad that you can't handle it? You can't take it anymore. Which one is it, family? Which one is it? Now, I'm not about to sit up here and say, brothers, we not taking care of our business and this, that and the third. I'm not I'm not going to disrespect nobody like that. I'm not going to sit up here and act like I know about you better than you know about yourself. Family, I'm not going to disrespect you like that. But I am going to ask you the question. What are you building? What are you in pursuit of, family? What are you committed to on your daily, family? Are you getting better each and every day, family? Are you working as hard as you can work each and every day, family? Are you organizing your day? Do you have a schedule every day for your life, family, to get the things done that you know they need to get done and the reason you're writing them down so it can stay in front of you so you can make sure that you get it done? Are you living that life, family, or are you smoking and drinking every day? Are you chasing women every day? 
Huh? Is are women that important to your family? Are women that important to your family? What's your motivation each and every day, family? What motivates you to get up out of the house? What motivates you to get up, family? What are you in pursuit of, family? What are you chasing, family? Huh? What are you doing with your life each and every day, family? What are you building? It's a man's world. It's a man's world, family. It's a man's world, family. It's a man's world, family. You know, it's Father's Day. I'm, I'm thinking about fatherhood, family. I'm thinking about fatherhood, family. You know, what type of father are you, brother, if you're a father? What type of father are you? Huh? Are you the type of father that go to work and come home and itch and scratch and sit down and really don't interact with his children, but he provides for them, so praise God? You know, I heard Chris Rock one day talking about his daddy. Say so he asked his daddy, do you like me? And his father was like, I feed you. You know, bros, we're not supposed to look at fatherhood like it's labor. We're not supposed to look at fatherhood like it's a job. We're really not. We're supposed, being a father is a God-ordained position. God is giving you something. He's giving you a life to raise, to protect, to provide for. You know, do you value your fatherhood? Do you value the opportunity and the power and the strength that you can put inside your child who looks up to you? You're their first man. But how are you handling your position, family? It's a man's world. But what type of father are you? What type of father are you? Are you engaged with your child? Do you know your child's teacher's name? Has your child's teachers met you? How often do you go to your child's school? What you going to tell me? That's their mama job? That's what you going to tell me? But it's a man's world. It's a man's world. Men are builders. What type of education are you building inside of your child? And please don't tell me that's their mama's responsibility. Please don't tell me that. Not in a man's world. In a man's world, a man is a father and a good father, an engaged father, an educated, supporting father, a father that checks homework, a father that talks to his teachers, um, his child's teacher, a father where the principal at the school knows that their child go to that school and they know who they are and they know him as Mr. Such and Such. How you doing today, sir? It's good to see you up here walking your daughter to school. It's good, to, sir, sir, to see you up here talking to your son's parents. What? type of father are you in a man's world man brothers to the brothers out there i know you're going through baby mama drama bros hang in there family it's a man's world what's going on inside of your world what type of father are you in your world family are you just a weekend dad have you been limited have you been limited to be a weekend dad are you talking about it's easier for him to live with his mama it's a man's world. Do your child live with you? Will your child ever live with you, family? Or are you going to always believe that that child belongs with their mama? Says who? If it's a man's world, then that means men can raise their children. That means you might need to split some school years up. That means you might need to let her have them on in the summer and you have them during the year sometime. How about that? If it's a man's world, we need to improve our fatherhood. We need to become better active fathers. We need to be doing, we need to be fathers. If our children don't like a subject, 
We need to find out why and we need to support our child because our child needs to learn and we ain't got time for our children to be talking about they don't like a certain subject. The only reason they don't like a, a certain subject is because their father hasn't gotten next to them and walked with them through that subject. Just like you would walk with them in the street. If they're having problems with somebody in the street, you'll get right next to them and walk up to that situation to see what the problem is when it comes to messing with your child. It's the same thing when it comes to education, family. We need to be involved in our children's education. And we need to be involved in our children's education more than giving them a dollar for every 80 they get or giving them five dollars for every 80 they get. We need to stop paying our child and we need to start walking side by side with our child through their educational journey. Brothers, we got to stop being so tired from working. We got to quit being so drained from dealing with the baby mama drama. We got to quit feeling so overwhelmed about the society we live in. And damn it, we need to stop turning our back on each other. What type of brother are you? What type of black man are you, family? What type of black man are you? Because, yeah, I'm talking to brothers. This is strictly for the brothers. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's one cat I know that, that, that I send this to. His name is Maverick. Me and Maverick play ball together. Maverick not a black dude, but he my teammate. He my brother. He got two boys. He's a man's man. He knows me. Besides Maverick, Maverick is the only non-brother I seen these two. What up, teammate? What up, Sam Maverick? I love you, brother. And that's my teammate. He ain't no brother, but he my brother. But this is strictly for the brothers, family. So, black man, I'm talking to you. You know, this ain't no, you know, I, I, I would, I would, you know, I, I wouldn't even call myself a motivational speaker, family, because I'm speaking specifically and I want to do more than motivate. I want to wake you up, family. I'm speaking strictly to the brothers. This ain't an all come on, all come ye faithful. This ain't that, family. This is for the brothers. And black man, what type of brother are you to the next black man? If it's a man's world, then what type of world are we living in where we're not going to the wall for each other? As a black man, we need to stand tall for each other, period. When the black man unifies and says to hell with this foolishness, this is how we're moving forward. This is what we're going to be doing. This is the type of men we're going to be. These are the type of fathers we're going to be. These are, this is how we're going to behave in school. We are focused on building careers and right on. We're going to stop having unwanted babies because we're going to stop going neck and head on sisters that we don't care, care about. Now, family, I'm not about to sit up in the room and act like you can't get no cutty. Now, I ain't about to sit up here and play that game with you. I ain't about to sit up here and talk about you need to be a virgin. I ain't trying to hear that. I never embraced that. So I ain't about to start talking that. But I will tell you this, brothers, that we have to begin to value ourselves more than we do. I'm going to say that. I ain't saying you can't get some cutting, but you need to have some understanding of the woman you laying down with, family. A cut, cutty ain't enough. Cutting ain't enough. It's a man's world. I mean, we are impacted by our lust. We're lustful individuals, brothers. Don't get it twisted. We get horny. You wake up with a hard on. We're sexual. But bros, we have to begin to develop some standards when it comes to the cutting. We got to develop some standards, family. We got to stop laying down with, with grimy women. We got to stop doing that, man. And then, bros, we got to stop going naked head out here in the street, family. Yeah, I know it feel good and the nut and all this. That I get it, family. 
But man, we out here catching the bag. We out here catching traps. We out here catching STDs. We out here catching AIDS. We out here making babies. I mean, man, I, I hey, look, man, I love Cuddy like the next cat, man, but Cuddy ain't worth my life. My dick shouldn't take me out, y'all. God did not give us a penis for us to use it to kill ourselves. God did not give us a penis for us to have 82 children with 79 women. Come on now. Can't nobody in the room justify having babies that we not taking care of. Brothers, we have to hold each other accountable. We got to celebrate each other too. I don't need no, no brother always barking at me. I mean, we need to be out here showing some love, showing some support, sharing what's going down. That's what we need to be out here doing, family. You know, I'm not looking for the brothers in the NBA and the NFL and Major League Baseball and the rapper and all. I'm not looking for those brothers to be these dynamic brothers. Because what you are to get there is what you're going to be even more once you get there, family. If I got a drug dealer who been selling drugs his whole life to make it and take care of mama and he got a rapping skill, just because he got a skill and he didn't made it to be successful, that don't mean he give a damn about black people. That don't mean he give a damn about brothers because he black and he got a black mama. Don't get the game twisted. Brothers, we got to stop looking to individuals who have shown us that they don't give a damn to all of a sudden to give a damn. How can you expect someone who is a notorious drug dealer to give a damn? And once again, brothers, we have to stop giving our energy and support to the wrong thing. To the wrong thing, family. Look, man, everybody got a right to go get their bag the way they see fit. And some people willing to hurt people to get their bag. Right? And that ain't right, family. That ain't right. Brothers, we are causing too much harm to our community. Brothers, we are causing too much harm to our community. Black man, we are causing too much harm to our community. Black man, we got to stand taller in our community. We have to have a decrease in the violence that we are doing to each other. It ain't no sisters out here gangbanging like brothers be out here gangbanging. It ain't no sisters out here killing brothers like brothers kill brothers. Period. Brothers, we have to do better. And why must we do better? Because it is a man's world, homie. It is a man's world, homie. You think I'm lying? You think I'm lying? We can look at black history and show that it's a man's world. I'm talking about black history, family. I'm talking about Harriet Tubman, Rosa Parks, uh, Miss Bethune. You mean you, you? We got all these sisters who have done Miss Robinson. Who is Miss Robinson? I can't think of her first name right now. But Miss Robinson is the sister. You know, they, they talk about Rosa Parks and, you know, they you, you look at the Birmingham bus boycott. The Birmingham bus boycott was started because Rosa Parks refused to get up out of her seat. Right. And she got arrested for that. Right. And everybody was raising hell about Rosa Parks. But when it comes to the Birmingham bus boycott, Dr. King get more responsibility than, than Rosa Parks do. Dr. King get more celebrated about the Birmingham bus boycott than Rosa Parks does. Then Miss Robinson 
Miss Robinson, I love this sister. When the, when, when, when the decision came down that they was going to boycott the Buses family, Miss Robinson is the, is the individual that wrote the letter that went out to the brothers and sisters in Birmingham, Alabama. She wrote the letter that went out saying that we, they was going to boycott. You don't even know who Miss Robinson is, family. You didn't even know that part of the story existed. Because in a man's world, men are glorified. In a man's world, men are glorified and women are minimized. In that story, Rosa Parks put it on the line more than anybody. Rosa Parks could get, they could have went upside her head on that bus and killed her. But she said she wasn't getting up out that seat. She had more courage than anybody in the situation. Yeah, Rosa Parks get mad love, but Rosa Parks ain't upheld like some of the brothers are in black history. Women are minimized in our world, brothers. It's just a fact. I ain't saying it's right or wrong. I mean, you know, it is what it is, right? Right? It is what it is, right? No, women shouldn't be minimized, but they are in a man's world. Women are minimized in our world because in a man's world, the focus is, is, is on the man. The man is focused. He ain't thinking about nothing but what he wants because it's his world. Brothers, we have to do better by our community. Brothers, we have to do better by our families. Brothers, we got to do better by our future. Period. If it's a man's world, what world are you building, man? Hey, brother, if it's a man's world, what world are you building, family? If it's a man's world, what effort are you giving to build the future that you want to live i'm asking you these questions brothers because we have to get better i'm talking to the brothers i'm talking to the brothers i'm talking to the brothers strictly for the brothers brothers we have to get better we have to have a plan. We have to execute our plan. I'm saying, brothers, it is time for us to unite and get on code and let it be known this is what we're doing. We need to get committed to our children's education. Right? But you know what? Before we can get really, really into our children's education, family, we need to understand. We need to get a little bit more comfortable with the law. And I ain't talking about go hug your nearest police officer. That's not what I'm talking about. But we need to have a legal plan about how we're going to deal with, with this world based on how this world deals with us. We need to have a legal plan when it comes to child support. We need to have a legal plan when it comes to brothers entering back in society from after being arrested. We need to come up with a plan that gets more brothers into becoming police officers. I said it. We need more brothers becoming police officers. I think about a brother by the name of Lester Scott. Lester Scott graduated from CBS just like I did. He graduated after me. He my teammate, right? Lester is a detective here in the city of Chicago. Lester is one of the top-ranking detectives in the department of the Chicago Police Department, brother. That's a good brother. Got a beautiful son. Got his name. Shorty, an athlete just like his dad was. He a little bit more track and field, brother. You know what I'm saying? But when I look at Lester, I look at a brother. I don't know what Lester did behind the blue wall and all that. 
But I know this, Lester hug and dap me up when I see him. He's still a silly, funny guy. You look at him on Facebook, he clowning. But Lester good police because Lester's a good man. Lester good police because Lester's a good father. Lester's good police because Lester's a good man to his woman. This man is loyal. This man is strong. You look at Lester right now, he look like he eat weights. This man is in, in top condition. This man is a leader at his position. But that's the man he chose to become. And yes, we need more good brothers, black men on the police force nationwide. If we're so concerned about the black man getting killed by police officers, then we need more strong black men on the police force. The answer is not to have less police that are black. I'm going to say that. That ain't the goal. The goal shouldn't be, hey man, we don't need no black men as police. We need more black men working for cities all across the country. We need more black men being employed. We need less black men going to jail and we need more black men getting careers. Anybody in the room want to argue that? Anybody in the room want to stand up and say it's more important for me to be who I want to be than to be successful? What if you choosing to be something that you have never seen? What if you ain't never seen success in your family? What if all the brothers in your family ain't never graduated from high school? What if all the majority of the men in your family got more conviction records than successful records? What you supposed to do then, family? Family, you got to get out here and you got to go see it, family. Family, you got to value your life more than you value loyalty, value loyalty to your friends or your family. You got to value your future more than you value anything or anyone, family. Because your future is where you're going to spend the rest of your life at, family. And I'm asking you, what type of world are you building, brothers? We need more brothers working for the city. We need more black men involved in politics. Why? Because we got black people who are impacted by politics and we need real men in politics. We don't need dudes that can be bought easily. We don't need dudes that attempt it easily and give in to temptation. We need brothers who got some mental strength and some nuts who going to stand up and say what needs to be said and do what needs to be done to help our people. If it's a man's world, what type of world are you building, family? See, I'm going to tell you the type of world I'm building, brothers. I'm building the type of world where black folks, where brothers and sisters going to feel supported, where they can come and get some energy, where they can come and get some direction, where they can learn some things, how to impact their child as well as impact themselves, how to impact their family, how to impact their future family. I'm all about supply. In my world, I'm bringing resources to the hood, family. In my hood family, in my world family, we building it for the future family. In my world family, we getting rid of these negative numbers against the brothers. In my world family, we going to come from the bottom to the top when it comes to education. In my world, we going to go from the top to the bottom when it comes to having unwanted babies. In my world, we going to go from the top to the bottom when it comes to being incarcerated. In my world, we going to go from the top to the bottom when it comes to health. We're not going to be the number one dying from heart disease and diabetes and all that. No, because we're going to learn how to eat good. We're going to learn how to prepare a healthy meal, family. And we're going to share that knowledge with the shorties. In my world, the game changes. The game changes. In my world, we've tripled the number of brothers and sisters who have become engineers. So that makes them black engineers. In my world, we're not scared to say that we black this and black that. One thing I regret about as I look back over history, I think about a brother like John Thompson who used to coach Georgetown. 
John Thompson, the man, family, he played for the Boston Celtics. Man, he went over to Georgetown and turned it out. Do you remember them Georgetown teams back in the day? I'm talking about Patrick Ewing, man. Patrick Ewing stayed four years in college, y'all. Patrick Ewing stayed four years in college. Hell, they, right now, they've been telling Patrick Ewing he need to go to the pros right out of high school. But John Thompson was the first brother to win a net coach for a national championship, and he won it. And in his post-game interview, he kept talking about how he's just a coach, not a black coach. In my world, we ain't afraid to say what we are. John Thompson, you are a black head coach because that's how you looked at, homie. You know, we, we need to stop being ashamed of being black. In my world, we ain't afraid to let somebody know what color we We black and we together. You damn right. I'm the first black head coach to win a national championship right on. I ain't going to be in the room talking about I'm just a coach. No, I ain't just nothing. I'm a black man. And what I am begins with who I am. And I'm a black man, black engineer, black fighter, fighter, black police officer. It means something, homie. Everybody want to talk about, oh, I don't want to be identified by our color. Hey, man, we live in America, family. You might not want to be identified by your color, but tough titty because you live in America. And every time you walk down the street, somebody know a black man is on the block. So I don't want to hear that. So I'd be damned if I'm, I'm crucified in society because I'm a black man. But when I accomplish something, I ain't black. I take pride in being black family and I'm going to stand tall in being black family and I'm going to let the world know I'm a strong, powerful brother. And that's what we need to be doing out here in my world. The world know what it is to be amongst strong black brothers, strong brothers, family. We ain't round this in the room running from being who and what we are. We are brothers. We are strong brothers. We are smart brothers. We are loving brothers. We are wise brothers. I said enough with this foolishness, family. I said enough with somebody telling me who and what I am. And then I said enough of me limiting who I am. When Mr. Thompson felt like he wasn't a, a black coach, he was a coach. He wasn't acknowledging what we are. He a black man. He a representation of us, family. And let's stop being ashamed of being brothers. Let's be bold in our brotherhood and in our skin color and in our culture. In my world, that's what time it is, family. It is time for us to stand tall, family, and proud. You know, we used to scream it back in the day. We were proud to be black, family. I'm black and I'm proud, straight up and down. And when we have success, that's black success because they for damn sure ain't got no problem talking about black failure. So if they can uplift black failure, I for damn sure can uplift black strength, black love, black power, black cooking, black doctors, black firefighters, black teachers. And brothers, we have to begin to push our standard to the next level. We got to begin to push ourselves toward greatness, family, and quit allowing slacking. Let's stop slacking. Let's stop slacking. Black man, brother, we don't have space to slack. We don't have time to slack. What we need to do is we need to be pushing each and every day to become greater. Why? Because it is our responsibility because we are men and men, the builders. And what do we build? Men build their world. Because at the end of the day, if you're a man and it's your world, that means the world you are being, the world that you are building is a world being built by a man that makes it a man's 
world. Peace. I'm your man, Mo Morris, the One Man Army, and thank you for listening to Strictly for the Brothers. Peace. What up, Chicago?